Welcome to Positive Adoption, where you can find adoption, foster care, and trauma-informed parenting all in one place. I'm Kathleen Guire, your host, mother of seven, four through adoption, former National Parent of the Year, author, teacher, and speaker. But more than any of those things, I'm a parent just like you. I know what it's like to raise kiddos from hard places. I used to feel as if I were the only one struggling, and because I felt that way, I isolated myself. I don't want you to feel alone in your parenting journey, so grab a cup of coffee and join me for Positive Adoption, a coffee break podcast. Hi, Kathleen Guire here. Welcome to Positive Adoption. This week, we are doing part two of What Do You Believe About Your Kiddos? And this is episode 163. My personal update. I didn't really want to do this because I'm still having a little bit of a CFS crash and I don't want to be complainy. But if you have an autoimmune disorder, you know what I'm talking about. It can be a real struggle to be feeling great one moment and then to be crashing with no energy the next. And I'm just going to share this a little bit because I think this is helpful for anybody, whether you have an autoimmune disorder or not, and it's helpful to me. So last night when I was going to sleep, I was just really struggling with thoughts. You know, and if you are living in this season of this world and you have an autoimmune disease or you have no disease, as soon as you start getting symptoms, you're like, oh my goodness, do I have the virus? You know, what's going on with me? Or my go-to is, you know, what did I do wrong? Um, Did I eat something? Did I, you know, what did I go through all of that? So anyway, I was struggling with my thoughts and I began to just imagine those thoughts as written down on a piece of notebook paper. And I just, in my mind... I took this giant eraser and I erased it. And then I started in my mind's eye, not getting up and getting paper, but in my mind's eye, writing things down from the word that God will never leave me nor forsake me. He will not abandon me. He is my strength and my stronghold, my present help in time and need. And I just kept doing that over and over again. And man, I went through a lot of sheets of paper in my mind until I fell asleep. So I think that, you know, if you're struggling with your thought life in a certain area, that's, you know, it's okay to do that. It's okay to imagine those things and to replace those thoughts. It's taking them captive and saying, I don't want you here. I'm going to erase you and I'm going to replace you. Okay, moving on. So community update, something I'm really excited about coming up in August is Homeschooling 101 will be on the podcast. We'll be releasing the podcast on Monday. And when I say we, I have a team of ladies working with me that are have been homeschooling for a while. Amory Campbell, Audrey Simmons, and Lori Schaefer. And what we will be doing is on the podcast every Monday, starting on the 3rd. And if you saw my Instagram and Facebook um, post, I had the dates wrong. Um, We will be sharing on the podcast, answering a few questions each week. 
and we'll have some varied posts throughout the month of August. And hopefully that will encourage you if you're beginning homeschooling, either your kids are doing virtual school or they're doing some online classes. And right now there's a survey that you can take. I've linked it on Instagram and I've also linked it on Facebook so you can find that there. And I'll also put it on the website. So if you like to go to websites instead, you can find it there. And the survey is not for us to share your information with any other organization. All it is, is for us on the team to get to know you better so we can serve you better. So we can see where you're coming from, what age and stage, what you're dealing with, what you're, what you want to hear about. So go ahead and fill that out. And I'll also link it in the show notes, the survey to this podcast. Okay. Now that I've used almost the first five minutes, well, we were kind of in the middle of a conversation last week, and I'll just pick up there. I'll kind of go back to the beginning. So what are you thinking about your kiddos? And I started with, what is one thing that you heard said over and over about you when you were a kid, said to you, implied, whatever, that you have carried with you into your adulthood, good, bad, or ugly? Now, then we take that a step further and we're like, okay, so what are we teaching our kids through what we say to them and through our actions? And it's super important, especially with kids who have had trauma, they already come with a set of beliefs. Like neglect says, you don't exist. So if our kids believe they don't exist, they're going to act upon that belief in either go to their room and isolate, or they're going to make sure that you notice them. And abuse says you don't matter. So if they have that belief, then they're going to act like they really matter and try to control every situation, or they'll shut down. Of course, there's levels in between those two. That's not an exact science. So what we do, what our part in that is, since they already come with beliefs, How are we responding to their beliefs and helping them reframe them? You know, we can get into a mindset of just, like I talked about last week, waking up in the morning, what is this kid going to do today? And then we can, from a recovering codependent here, we can get into this relationship with them where every single time they are unhappy, we are unhappy. Every single time they're melting down, our whole day is ruined and our whole family's day is ruined. And it's important to begin to reframe our beliefs about them so that they can reframe their own beliefs about themselves because we are a mirror for them. Our kiddos are always looking to us. They're looking to our face, even if they say as teenagers, well, that's stupid or I don't care. They really do but they don't know how to express it verbally. And because their beliefs about themselves are channeling their day, they already have those neural pathways formed, we have to rise above that and help them form some new neural pathways. And it all begins with belief. And I said at the end of the podcast last week, I'll just read this again. 
Um, am I saying we can positive think our kids into behaviors we want to see? No, not exactly. What I'm saying is we must separate our thoughts from the behaviors and think about the value of the child. We can think and pray in faith for the things that be not as though they were. No one else has the kind of power that you do to do this for your children. It's believing in the things that we hope for. It's also waking up with a realistic attitude, knowing that behaviors may be there. It's being proactive in your faith and praying for wisdom and how to respond. It's taking the reins of parenting and scheduling your day with lots of breaks and time to do enjoyable activities instead of just plowing through. Now, I've heard this question from a lot of foster and adoptive parents. When the child has a major meltdown and they're thinking of ways that they can give this child a consequence. And often, and I've fallen into this trap myself, I'm, you know, raising my hand here. It's like, well, they were supposed to get to go fishing or go to a movie or go to a family party. I'm saying family now because of the situation in our nation right now. But so I'm not going to let them do that. I will tell you that is a mistake. You need to find another way to give your kiddos a consequence other than taking away from them the habit of celebration. Now, I'm not saying that that works for every situation, but I'm saying think about it. Because if we want our kiddos to value themselves and value family and value the habit of celebration and take that curve in the road where they stop choosing the negative response every time, then we can't take away all of the positive moments of celebration. And on the other end of that, you can't pendulum to the other side of, oh, they had a really bad day. I'm going to go buy them a new phone or I'm going to go buy them that pair of jeans they wanted. No, you can't do that either. So just think in the middle, like normal family celebrations Those are not things to take away because these kiddos have already had so many things taken away from them. You're just proving their belief that I'm not valuable. I'm not important. Everything is going to get taken away from me anyway. That is a really, really, I mean, I could literally spend hours on that one. That is such a hard one for us to digest because we live in such a culture of rewards and accolades and you do this you get this reward you do this you get this reward and I know myself I was brought up in a family of I've talked about this so much like work ethic like when you've worked in the garden for this many you've done this many rows then you get to take a break and you get to go swimming those things are yes those are important We need to instill those. But at the same time, if we say you can't sit down and have the cake with the rest of the family because you're so bad, you know what I'm saying? It's it's difficult. And obviously, you're going to have to play it by ear. And you know your kiddos more than I do. But I'm just saying that punitive things that are going to reinforce negative beliefs about themselves, you've got to find a way about that. 
Maybe it's, you know what, you have, you really have had a bad attitude today. So tonight, why don't you help me serve the cake? Why don't you help me serve everyone? You know, you've got to, to start to rethink. We have to reframe our beliefs first. Okay. It's, you know, we have to untangle ourselves from codependency and enjoy our lives, even when the kid tears up the math page or takes a pencil to it so much that it's torn up. You know, those kinds of things. So yes, we need to involve them in the habit of celebration, but when they don't want to come back around and they're stuck, we have to unentangle ourselves. It's better for them to see you as a parent enjoying your day. Maybe you go out to your flower garden and you're weeding it because you like to do that and you're smiling and you're listening to music and you're humming even though that kiddo just ripped up his math page or called you a name or had a meltdown. They need to see that you can still move on and be happy because then you're teaching them something. You know what? Sometimes people stink and have a bad attitude, but we can come out of that situation and move forward. And um, I was hoping I'd get this done in two weeks. It may have to be three because I still have a lot more. We can easily get into a mindset of actually idolizing our kiddo. Yikes. We put them unintentionally on a pedestal as an extension of our parenting yeah, raising my hand there too. When they don't measure up to whatever our standard is or other people's standards or the culture around us or the neighborhood, when they don't measure up, we feel as if we have failed instead of remembering this kiddo is a separate being. So that's when you unentangle yourself from codependency. We are not the same being. We are two separate beings. Not only is it that he has a different mindset, it's due to his trauma. So we need to put that in its place. We need, And I'm not saying go out and tell the whole neighborhood that. That is not what I'm saying. You have to keep that in your mind when you're parenting. So we can either entangle ourselves with the mindset or rise above and do the work of forming new pathways in our own brain and work on helping the child form new pathways in theirs. And I get it. I've had the pressure of being at events or my kids being on a sports team or in a violin class and people telling me, the teacher telling me, this child you know, is not measuring up, so to speak. They don't say it in those words because there's nicer words to say that. And the mama bear comes out in me. And at the same time, I want to, I want to cover that child, but also separate from that event and say, this child is on a journey. He may be on the road at a different starting point than these other kiddos. And I'm going to remember that and I'm going to protect them the best I can with my mindset and not taking on the mindset of those around me. 
So I know that's a lot to digest. And I feel like even in 10 or 15 minutes, I'm giving you so many things to that will majorly take some work. They majorly take work in my life on a daily basis. So it does look like this is going to be another week because I really want to give you some scripts, some things that you can use to help you along the way. And man, if someone would have written up these scripts for me when my kiddos were really little and I was just beginning the trauma journey with them, I would have been so grateful, so thankful. And it's not that you're going to speak in a robotic voice and the here is the script and this is what I have to say. No, it's not like that. It's just like, maybe you're not sure what to say instead. Maybe you're listening and you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's me. I'm so entangled. I'm so codependent. I'm so idolizing my kiddo, but I don't know what to say. I don't know where to go from here. Well, then join me next week and I'll share some scripts and I'll make sure that I type them up and put them in the show notes as well. So thanks for joining me today on Positive Adoption. Make sure you fill out that survey if you're a homeschool mom. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Positive Adoption. Make sure you subscribe to KathleenGuire.com to receive your gift of five things, a tiny handbook for foster and adoptive families, and receive a monthly newsletter, plus updates when new books or courses are released. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Podomatic, Spotify, or YouTube, and leave a review so other listeners can find positive adoption and know the value of the show. You're also welcome to send me an email to positiveadoption at gmail.com. Follow me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Kathleen Guire. Thanks for being part of the Positive Adoption Community.